Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. All you gotta do is trust me. The number one fuck boy, Johnny G. John Gabris. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, chiefing on that sativa herb, we got blade. <laughs> We're getting mighty in the studio. I can't believe I'm talking like a drive-time DJ, but I had a hit already. Joining me in the studio for the first time, a dude I met in San Francisco, funny as hell. You would know him from SNL and uh, we'll <laughs> someday. <laughs> Someday when you're going through the season-by-season season DVDs, yeah. you'll catch this guy. Oh. Um, but you'll know him from way more. Guys, we've got Luke Null in the High and Mighty studios. Man, i got a pup with me. I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me. Oh, please. Thanks for coming on, dude. This is uh, I'm very excited to have you. And just for posterity's sake, you do put the microphone up to your dog's mouth yes, so I that do. he can speak. And, he, and he's never responded. No, I always think he might bark. It. Yeah. He usually just like goes... <sighs> He's, oh, see, he's like, oh, a yeah, he's interested now. I like that noise. Now he's that a I'm moaner grunting. and a groaner. Um, we met being two of the only, the two only straight men as part of, uh, as part of, I uh, don't think so, honey. I don't think so, honey. Yes. <laughs> and I think we were the two only guys to get from the suggestion, the bot. troll bowl. Yeah, the yeah. troll bowl. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not sure I could bring a topic that matters to people. In the <laughs> uh, I, I, I did. I, I made a power move and I did one pre prepare. They give you one minute. And I was like, I'm, I'll do two. I'll do 30 <laughs> seconds of my idea and then, and I'll then pull pick the, troll from ball? the troll bowl. Yeah. I got like girls named Amber or Tori or something like that. that I was like, oh, I, got, I got, I got the first amendment. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. We're talking about the last culturistas podcast. We did the live one at Clusterfest, and uh, once we were the two white straight males in the room, we immediately linked up and we're like, "How do we usurp our power? How do yes, we, get, <laughs> well, how do we exactly. dominate this room? Right, what can we do, we do to help each other? Yeah. Other people having fun? How do we ruin this for them? How do we help each other succeed over all yes. of the other forty-eight people uh, that everyone's there to see? <laughs> like it, good like it used to be. Yeah, we got to get our POV out there. People Here's are, how I feel about Tory. Yeah. <laughs> um, My mother. Mother's name is Tori. <laughs> I miss her. Um, we were talking, and then we, we when we were discussing topics for this. You threw out the like 
one of like the four things you pitched, one one is just cheap beer, and it landed yeah. so hard on me that I was yeah. like, that's a very fun specific because I love beer, and I was a beer snob for a while, but I think I've now, in my older age, kind of fucking swung back the other way. Uh, you're back to cheap beer. I'm back to like I, I'm, I went nothing to special. Be- I'm, I'm back to like nothing special beer. Like I'm not smashing Bud Lights anymore. I'm actually drinking way less because of pot, but- when I have beer, I like the kind of beers I can have like seven of in an hour and still drive. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do love my beer that helps me drive. The ones, the ones that allow me to. Really. The ones that now, take the edge off. Yeah. Right? I just want to have more. F- going off ramps is more fun. You know? um, Finding your exit always is uh, smoother that way. I think I'm the exact same way. When I was young, it's cheap beer as an, as a, that's the only thing I'm getting. Right. Then. I think the craft beer craze, I think, happened at a, a at a time where I was able to drink legally. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so then I definitely got a little beer snobby there for a sec. Now I'm back to trash. Give yeah. me give me the good give me the, the anything in particular that brought you back to trash? Um part of it was I think living in Chicago for five years, I drank so many like I drank those winners away. That's kind of what you have to do. Yeah, you so have a lot to of people like- hang out at the bar. The bars are, are great, but that's where you well, yeah, see, I, I lived in New York for a long time. You you did as uh, for a little bit too. Similar to Chicago, you don't drink the winners away. You just drink so you don't have to be in your apartment. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah like, that's part of it you're too. You're like, I'm just going to go to the bar that's by the train station so that when I get shit faced, I can go home and go to bed. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's a yeah when you when you wake up to go to work in the morning and it's dark and you get home from work and it's already dark and <laughs> blizzarding. You're yeah. like. Uh, I'm gonna drink like milk stout. You know, I was drinking like <laughs> yeah. Russian Imperial. I was I gonna drinking, warm my liver with cirrhosis. The stuff you gotta chew is what yeah. I was uh, is <laughs> what I was drinking in a glass. Yeah, man, that's what my dad likes too. He likes like Russian oh, love, Imperial stouts and ooh, stuff like that. I love porters. I love porters too, but it's like with dinner one. Yeah, you know, like I'm not gonna slam. I'm not gonna have a night of drinking of just eating. I can have and like three porters. porters if it's snowing out, and then I have to shit. Yes, <laughs> and then yes, I, have to, yeah. I have to shit a yeah. black oil puddle that doesn't flush. Right, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. stays on top of the toilet like it's fucking for, Exxon Valdez. Oil. Yeah, it just somehow there's a oil, uh, oil gets, covered seagull in the toilet. The, I was literally just gonna say that. Yeah, the Zach Morris fucking yeah. uh, duck. But people are scrubbing it clean using Dawn <laughs> detergent. Right? And it's a Dawn commercial. Did you? I feel like I read somewhere and this is dark, kind of sad and bad. That in those Dawn commercials where they would show the oil covered animals, those animals they were like they already they're like yeah they cleaned them up but they did not survive like they had already ingested so much oil. Oh, of course, it's so much not. like they were like if you're that soaked in oil, it's pretty much already dead. We're just cleaning a corpse. I wish it was true about every commercial. It's like That's you know that up. guy who. Uh, was getting in line at the Holiday Inn, killed himself. Yeah, <laughs> like right after this commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He stayed at Holiday Inn Express. It went, but. It, went re, it went regional instead of national and do it off himself. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on camera too. <laughs> yeah, it was fucked up. They almost used that take. Yeah. Um, uh, I fucking totally get that, especially, th- and in New York and Chicago, two like city options, you can go to a bar that you know has a good beer selection or you sure. can go like, I'm seeking this beer i know it's at this spot and then you can kind of get bougie that way of like oh fuck that place they don't they don't even have any good pilsners on tap yes. or something like that i yeah i think you're right i probably wouldn't narrow it down like to be like they're pilsners just right, don't right. do it for me my friend right. do they have a wine stefaner on tap <laughs> well I'm, i guess what i'm trying uh, what i'm 
trying to say and failing at is if you wanted a Pilsner, you'd be like, I'm probably not going to go to this place. Sure. That's sure. more what I mean. Like, um, if you're like, I'm in the mood for blank. You're like, let's go to the spot that has the porters or whatever. The, the beautiful thing. <laughs> what I, am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go to the Porter house. <laughs> yeah. I got like Porter house for two. <laughs> Sir, you ordered a steak. <laughs> you're, that's, you're, you said Delmonico 20 minutes ago. <laughs> Uh, that's just I'm just high saying bringing up Delmonico's. Hey, yeah. don't worry about it. It's um, hard not to think about steak once you start blazing. The reason I suggested cheap beer is partially because cheap beer is regional and there are different like sections of the country. Your cheap beer changes, right? right? Yes, like and and they aren't things that make it countrywide. Like in Cincinnati, the cheap nasty beer that we would buy in college that you could was Hootapole. Oh, okay, you're right. Hooties. Hooties. Something I've never heard of. Beautiful. Uh, the they, best thing in li- uh, the best thing in life is this is not hyperbole at all. This is truly the best thing in life is after college when your friends get married and you go to their hometowns and they have drink their trash. And, drink and you're like, star. what's Natty Bow? Yeah. I remember when I went down to Maryland and it's like natural <laughs> bohemians. They're like, got a few Natty Bows. I'm like, what are they? Yes. Yeah. Nat- Narragansett. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Narragansett. I, I had for the first time in like. Uh, Boston, Cape Cod area it was the first time I, uh, and that's also the first place I had Keystone Light. Okay, which is another Key- cheap Keystone. Shit. Keystone to me was like the college that was like what what parties would randomly buy. Yeah, uh, like and people would have Keystones and Natties. Oh, Natties was Natties was the big on Long Island uh, where I grew up when I started drinking in high school, and then the college cheap beer was Bush. Okay. Which is Budweiser, which yeah. they say is like the leftovers from Bud and Bud Light just ta- tanks, just like thrown Bush into ba- Budweiser backwash. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like this. We fucking squeegeed this off the break room floor. The top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've had like 12 bushes and there's been no fucking foam on any of these. Yeah, I opened a bush and it was just mayonnaise inside. <laughs> <laughs> I had a six pack. It was before. honestly really good though. <laughs> it was yeah. like one of the better ones. We played beer pong with it. <laughs> Yeah. I I think also it could be even like I love the idea of the regionality of it, but then it gets even on that's the macro on the micro. It's like my junior year of college, I lived near a gas station that had five ninety nine for a thirty rack of Bush Light. <laughs> Bush so, Light was that cheap. Yeah, we had beer thirty. That was what it was called. It was just a purple thing that said it's a it's beer thirty. It only came in a thirty rack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And there was beer thirty ice too, which was just the the that's the real trash. That's dangerous. Beer. When you yes. start getting on. When I remember when I got I drank two forties of Bud Ice. Yeah, on a, really bad. On a bus to Atlantic City, and I like landed with like insane fucking. I was way. Wasted with diarrhea. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> anything ice is just like, it's very, it's just a little stronger, right? <laughs> right. That's the deal. Yeah, they like, it's the alcohol content is like 1% higher and the flavor is like 25% worse. Oh, I thought for some reason it was double. And I'm, some of them might be, you might yeah. be right. But like Bud Light is so like, is like 2.7. Yeah. And also I literally right before we started was like, we don't look anything up on this podcast. Now I'm already like pulling out numbers and percentages that cannot be right. <laughs> Not be anywhere near. I'm like, I, Bud Light probably tested like 3.1, 3.2%. It's like, what am I talking about? I think you're but right. It, the I numbers, think you're three, two beer. That's, yeah. that's, that was when, uh, before the drinking age was all the way up back up to 21, there was, you could be 18, but you could only Buy three two beer. Okay, so that's three point two. There's like I think like Utah and some other states, uh, maybe Kansas too, has that rule that if it's Ohio definitely did. Oh, okay, where it's like uh, 
if it's made locally, it can be any percentage alcohol. But if it's like a mass market thing, it has to be three. It has to be like like I remember them saying like, oh, you'll never get drunk on Miller Lights in Utah because they're like even knocked down. Like they just don't have that much alcohol in them. Right. Well, Is that, that something that happens in Cincinnati? I know. I guess I was more saying that they definitely hit that. Law where that you you could be eighteen and drink and bought and purchase three two beer. Oh, we like didn't you couldn't have buy that. liquor. You could they, like this is when my parents were eighteen oh, years oh, old. Okay, it was okay, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. I was like, man, I thought I was no, older than is, you. <laughs> You're no. like, yeah, I don't know when I, right before I got drafted, I, I was only, able to buy. <laughs> I only know that law because my dad constantly brought it up in my teens. Right. <laughs> like, he was like, like, oh, I was eighteen. Yeah, you get three two beer. I mean. Yeah, which means if you're 16 with like a stash growing yes. in, you could buy three, two beer yes. for your entire sophomore class. And people would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, cheap beer is what, the way it started for us on Long Island in my hometown, cheap beer was cheap, but the way we had to get it was we had to pay such an upcharge to either the pizza delivery guy yes. or the, the one guy standing outside in the yeah, parking the lot. Hey, mister, uh, or the one dude who in the, who had like a solid fake ID, you couldn't be like, here's five. Give me back a dollar 50. You know, you would just oh, have to pay. Yeah, you're you right. always overpaying. You're like, dude, I thought you said you were going to get me 12 natty lights. He's like, look, you and so-and-so split a 12. And it's like, now you're racing a guy just so you can have seven beers. And he gets <laughs> exactly. five. Yeah. Uh, I remember like, this cost me $12 and I'm 15 and it's like all my lifeguarding money or whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When I was a kid though, I feel like I was less doing the, Hey, Mr. Routine. I know what you're saying. Like you're, you're giving your friend a 10 for a, a, a six ninety nine, yeah, exactly. Uh, Twelver of High Life, which <laughs> right, I think right. is universal. High Life is a universally across the country beer, isn't it? Yes, yes, because it's, it's Miller's like yeah. it's like Miller's PBR. Okay, they somehow managed the champagne of beers. Yeah, they somehow managed to like thread the needle from. It was cheap beer. Now it's hip to drink it. Like yes. PBR did is the perfect example of that. Cause I, drink- I, I was living in Brooklyn in two thousand and four, and that was like full blown PBR blossom. There was like a craft PBR beer explosion. attack and then there was a huge yes. PBR like backlash to craft beer where it's everyone's like every bar in Williamsburg had like uh, PBR tall boys for like $3. In Chicago, that was the cheapest beer like at, at IO and IO. That was like if you were a performer, you could get $3 tall boys of, of PBR. Yes, uh, that was UCB. Yes. Uh, UCB Chelsea's first uh, $2 beer was uh, the 12 ounce uh, and, PBRs. And bang for your buck, that was the best move. Yeah. But then I remember f- as a bit for some show, what was it? Uh, Corona's Find Your Beach. You got to uh, find <laughs> I had I had bought all these Coronas. We did like a few weeks of that bit in different <laughs> iterations. Uh, but the Find Your Beach bit, I'm like, jokingly drinking Coronas. And I'm like, they're $3. They're, they're like the other beer. They're like, we'll sell you that for $3. <laughs> right, yeah. You can drink and this shit. For so it. then I just started at the tail end of my time in Chicago, getting Corona drunk, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is like, why is this guy trying to play volleyball right now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what, what would why you does he have sunglasses on? <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of drunk I always want to get is like mm-hmm. beach, uh, spring break drunk. Like that's my idea. That's my int- that's when I That's know a half I'll be of ice in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yo, half of ice was a phase I went through too, where I loved blue ribbons and like yeah. Belgian beers. Sweet, it was like, oh, it's sweet, but it's also it's like I hear it's eight point. Oh, yes. and then yeah. then coming out you of you only that, need two or three Hogartens before you're <laughs> you're before done you're lit. But I found that like, and then there was like an IPA arms race like into the late twenty. 20- you know, like 2008, 2009 through like 2015, there was like this IPA, like there's an IPA, double IPA, 120. Too. Yeah. And it was like, everything is like this is 9% alcohol. It pours at, it's like jet black and you're going <laughs> to yes. be hung over for a month if you have it. See, I can 
do IPAs. My opinion on IPAs is my opinion on hot sauce, which is hot sauce. Love it. I'm, I'm, in, I'm into it. I love it. It has to have another flavor other than just pure unadulterated hurt your body heat. Right, right. Like I don't want pure only hops in yeah. my IPA. There needs to be some smokiness or something else yeah, going on. Yeah, it needs to be doing it. something. That's yeah. a, I like that analogy because that's exactly how I feel about hot sauce. It's like I'm not seeking purely heat. No, like, I need it to taste good. There needs to be a flavor yeah. in the hot sauce. Right, it's almost I, like I'm going through drinking this uh, heavy as hell IPA. I want to get like more than just dankness out yes. of it. Yeah, yeah but... I feel like the IPA is also correlates probably to the craft or like the brew it yourself. Right. Because every dude I ever met that brewed his own beer definitely made an IPA. I think IP, you're right. I think that, IPA oh, like has a little beer. bit of uh, the kind of recognition that Corona has this. Follow me on this uh, half has uh, theory. Like when you were not drinking Corona's, you were like, Coronas are like the beach beer, and it's sure. like we're gonna go to the beach. Today. Marketing like, worked on me. I wish we, yeah, it worked on you. And I think IPA, just the general that kind of beer, became the craft brewer's beer of choice. I guess maybe because it has the most. It's the easiest to make. It's it. just throw hops in a bucket, <laughs> right, boil right, it up, right, and right. like, and then stra- maybe strain it and then yeah. drink it. No one's like, yeah, I just did a brew it yourself kit. Um, it was my first time I ever did it. It was an I did a an oatmeal stout my yeah, um, right. first time. It's right. like, you're making an IPA because that's usually the simplest right. one to make. And I think IPA just carries the thing of like ordering an IPA is like ordering a scotch where it's like, yes. it's an adult uh, and to be gender normative, it's an adult male drink to have an IPA. An IPA. Yeah, it's like a way to have beer instead of wine because you're like, oh, I'll have an IPA or two. Then I, I do think they, they kind of... Um, made it more universal when I think like the Sierra Nevada is like, cause then IPAs became kind of right. Also nationalized too. A few of those, like whatever we want to call them, like second tier brewing companies, like Sam Adams, Sierra Nevada, sure. Harpoon, Dogfish. Like they started like blowing up to be more than just regional craft. And they were sure. like, all of a sudden you would see Sam Adams, Boston lager, like, and that would be your guaranteed. I'm a little bit of a beer snob. Even this TGI Fridays will have Sam and then maybe a Sam yeah. seasonal. Yes, exactly. So oh, they're your- going to have a seasonal. They're going to have a seasonal sampler pack. You're yeah, like- yeah. Is it, yeah. Ooh, is this elderberry? This is gingerbread beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. F- old Fezziwig is one I remember from the Sam Adams. Uh, I, oh, yeah, you can chug an old Fezziwig with your buddies. Grab <laughs> a sixer of old Fezzi and hang out with your homies. <laughs> yeah, we're going canoeing next weekend. I'm just should we grab some? Should we grab some Fezzies? That was Narragansett. We had talk, mentioned Narragansett. Yes, just reminded me of. Uh, uh, which we call it the first time I'd had it. Cause I was only in New York last year, you know, I oh, right. lived in yeah, New York yeah. last year. So I was like, Oh, Narragansett. We went tubing on the Delaware river, which is that's, you can, all, that's why, that's why trash in my blood. Right. That's and like, they, they, that means they'll search your bag and take out anything that isn't Narragansett. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. We, you can only have Narragansett if you're tubing in the Delaware water gap. That's dude. pretty much <laughs> what it is. And I remember I went with some friends and we, uh, it was a warm, not, hot day <laughs> so the the river was frozen ice but it was freezing cold it was kind of overcast even even rainy uh and we're floating down the river and i immediately first thing i do is hop in the river and i'm like yeah i'm doing i'm tubing down with my legs in the river right everybody else like is trying to stay dry they're keeping their butt yes. out you're going like I'm under full your in. armpits like yeah i'm under my armpits i'm full in from the start <laughs> did it all day then as the day got on the sun came out 
and we're drinking Narragansetts. Where we're chugging them in the tr- in the van before we go because they don't let you bring. They don't give a fuck though. They uh, say like they have to legally say you can't bring alcohol with you on this. But usually like, I, I haven't care. done. This is my dream. This is one of the things I really want to do in life because I have never done it. Is the two being drinking thing? It's great. It's and very fun. Where I. I People I've heard have like a third, em- a tube that's empty that has just a cooler in it. And it's like. If you do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of places let you bring stuff like that. But the place we did. No. I got, of- I got to do this at some point in my life. This is, I got to put this on my bucket the, list. But before you say you want to do it, the end of this story. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Of course. Because <laughs> you always have to. You always remember they either like they'll get you in a really old mildewy van and drop you off at a, at a you know, right. a point and let you float down the river. And that old bus like decommissioned school bus <laughs> is just rancid like you, you you're sitting you plop every seat is wet you're, right, you're, right everyone's coming out of the river it, people are yeah and it's not yeah it's not pool water no. it's, it's just fresh water it's muck you know <laughs> yeah. but i got in the water and convinced other people to get in the water too that day you know we were having a good time seeing who could balance on their stand up and balance on their tube it was fun but uh, like the next couple days, everyone is on this text thread and is like, does anyone else have a horrible rash? Does anyone else have like, I have like this horrible rash and, and like multiple people are like, yes, yes, yes. They're like three or four yeses. And it was like, it was because those were the people that got in the water. <laughs> The only, and then I'm reading this and I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> the guy who instigated it all. I instigated it. I was fine. I did not have any sort of rash or anything. I just remember being like, Oh, that's not a good sign for my DNA. Where like whatever parasite was like, mm, no, what? I'm not that hungry. Oh, that's awesome. And being the guy that in- instigates it and then doesn't get uh, rash is like the perfect uh, had no repercussions yeah. for it. Um, that reminds me, kind of similar story. Um, I went on like a New Year's Eve trip to Montreal when uh, I was like 19 or something like that. Me and one of my me and my best friend tagged along to a group of people that we were not really friends with, but we knew they were going and we sort of just were like, hey, we want to go to New Year's in Montreal because you can drink and all that shit. And they were like, oh, okay, these two other girls that we're kind of friends with are going. Uh, Talk to them. Maybe they'll carpool with you or whatever. So we like weasel our way into this trip of actual friends. And there's like 16 people, guys and girls, uh, some couples, some single people on both sides. Uh, uh, I'm in a relationship and he's like uh, single and, uh, you know, lonely and weird. So we're like no intentions of trying to hook up with these girls. We're just like tagging along. Just having some fun. And we go fucking ape shit. We are like shit faced all day, oh, every no. day for like three days. We're, we, we, we're out to dinner with these people. They all hate us. Cause we're just being so obnoxious. We think we're the funniest. We brought matching pajamas and matching outfits. We oh were just like God. such little sticksters. And then every single person on that trip, there ends up being like a blizzard on the drive home and, and someone gets in an accident. There's like all this craziness, but of the 16 people or 14 people, Everyone got severe food poisoning at some point wow. on Saturday or on Sunday on like the last day of the trip or on the drive home. People had to uh, pull in and get a hotel because three of the four people in the car were sick. We're puking. Everyone was shitting and puking their brains out with the exception of oh, me and no. Sanford. Oh, and no. Everyone hated us already. Oh, no. And then they fucking did not talk to us. for like They were like, these guys are like a legit problem. <laughs> oh, no. That, and we were that like, was the icing on the cake. Maybe you could have humanized yourselves and redeemed you're like guys i'm so like oh man this is a bonding experience for us like if we would have gotten sick with them we would always have like the vietnam memory of like remember when we all got diarrhea in the car in montreal instead it was like 
you motherfuckers and they hate it and it was just like the exact i felt the same way now do you think i'm sure you've did you ever puke when you were drinking? Did you ever like, yes, ma- yes. Cause that was probably what saved you. Right. Right. Over oh, I drinking. Wonder, oh, I wonder if that, that me and Sanford Cheap beer saved you. Yeah, uh, we from we believe that, that we missed out on one meal or one event because of our problematic partying sure. that they all got sick at, or it literally could have been like, you know, God protects babies and drunks. Like you're just absolutely shit faced for 72 hours and everyone eats something that's toxic and you just eat it and your body. Everyone like, went to Got K- it. Korean barbecue and didn't cook it at all. They're like, is this bulgogi just, what you, is this like sushi that yeah, you eat I know, straight? I'm putting it on my tongue like acid. Like, what, is that raw thin beef you we have? We had bulgogi sushi the other day. We all got sick and you guys didn't. And I what, hate that about you yeah, guys. Sorry we were too shit faced to be at the uh, old oyster tasting, the vintage oyster tasting you guys did. Uh, at a 19 1978. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we, this was when uh, we were in college. So cheap beer was a thing, but I had this like distinct experience where there was a craft beer bar in my hometown in like the late nineties, which it was like very cutting edge. They, the, I talk about this way too much on the podcast, but it was called F and Groovin and it had a peace sign on it. And the bartenders wore shirts that said they serve Bud Light down the street. Like, Ooh. like, Ooh. yeah. And it was uh, sassy. Yeah. And they were like all, it was like all Belgian beers and fancy beers. Love it. And they, our friend's older brother who was 22 at the time, we were all 17. He got us all in one day and was like, they're, they're my, they're my friends. We all like, okay, fakes, but they, we never got ID'd. And we started hanging out at this bar and it was the only bar we could all get into, but it was like for a small, not a small town, but a, not a city. It was like $7 beers. You know what I mean? Yes. Where it was like, so there was a phase in my life when I was like 17 and everyone in my high school was like drinking forties and two nights a week I was doing that. But one night a week I had like three Chimay reds and like right. a magnum of Beazelbub or something. I shit. think that that's the best case scenario <laughs> for, for learning young drinking. Right. Cause then I like, I always, that was like, how I, I didn't start smoking weed till I was 25, really. I mean, I smoked a little bit in high school and I didn't smart, start smoking weed until it was crazy powerful. So I don't sure. have like that. I'm in my late, my late 30s. There's some like, I don't know, when I was 21, I was like, right. fucking, I could smoke five joints, not get high. Now in LA, I do miss being one. able to buy mids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you literally can't buy mids. And sometimes I think that there should be like, Hey, we make shitty weed. We make kind of bad weed, but you can smoke a lot of it right. and you'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. I want like, I want someone to be like, I missed that. This actually. is like, I think, and I think what that's going to end up being is the sort of, once they realize some people want like lower THC, like mm-hmm. this is the arms, this is the IPA arms race, I think happening in weed right now where I it's like right. 28% THC. I want to dab. I think eventually people are going to be like, give me something that's like 10% THC yes. and 10% CBD. And it doesn't right. even get me that high at all. I'm sure they just, have that. I'm sure that exists. I think right. that's going to end up being more and more popular. There will so, be a Bud Light of weed that like yes, that. 100%. Yes. I think they're like swinging back towards uh, like the beer culture is swinging towards loggers and pilsners for some reason. I think, I think so. I think the anti, gluten so. movement and the sort of like low carb uh, movement yeah. keto or whatever yeah. is affecting beer selections too. I think you're absolutely <laughs> God, right How there. many theories I had. Also, you can't drink beer on keto though. No, you can't. You no. can't fuck with that. No. Uh, you gotta keep it clear, right? You gotta keep it clear, really. Yeah. Well, you gotta keep it vodka is what you gotta keep right. it. Uh, I you thought, can Because uh, when I was paleo, uh, we drank a lot of tequila and like under oh, the auspices that, that it was that, like, that seems wrong. Yeah, it's like clear <laughs> tequila but with only with lime and soda water. Does it paleo imply like what we used to eat yeah, like, yeah. Is this like yeah. the paleolithic the, diet the original 
agave yeah. liquor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the caveman ate half of <laughs> half a jar of almond butter every night right before bed <laughs> <Yeah>. and didn't <laughs> brush their teeth. <laughs> That's speaking from distinct memory. I woke up. I was up super high last night. I watched like five episodes of Modern Family after midnight and cried Mm. through all of them. I was clearly going through something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) triggering stuff. I cry in the third act of that show all the time. Anything Manny says. (laughs) Manny's fucking cute as hell. I have like obviously dad issues. That's why I do comedy. But um, on that show, there's a lot of like dad stuff where it's like, all right, son, or like, we're going to have a kid. Let's throw a football. And I'm like, Ed (laughs) O'Neill. I'm just weeping. Yeah, he's the ultimate dad. He's been a dad on, on on TV since the 80s. He went to my college. Ed O'Neill went to Ohio University. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. Also played in the NFL. Did you know that? He was on the Steelers. Ed I did O'Neill. not know that. In real that life. That I did yeah. not know. That's awesome. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. But yeah. He's a cool ass fucking guy. Uh, what's the movie? Dutch? It's like one of the fucking oh, best movies. The I one with seen Dutch. <laughs> I'm yeah. not allowed to look I'm, it up either. You're not allowed to look it up. And I'm maybe not, maybe it's not called Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to be wrong. We're allowed, you're to, be allowed wrong. to be wrong. I'm mostly wrong in life and on this podcast. Why like, why break a streak? Uh, Are you liking any LA cheap beers now that you're out here? Is there anything? See, I feel like I haven't been drinking beer out here really at all. Right. I'm not drinking beer out here. There's a lot of things uh, uh, I feel like I'm doing My differently My beer consumption went way down. And I didn't know because I happened. I moved to LA when I was like thirty-two or thirty-one, and that feels like also a different phase of your life, drinking-wise. And I sure. don't know who to blame, Los Angeles or my thirties, for what for how I shifted from like beer to like wine and cocktails. It it's funny to think of you, my alcohol consumption as like a history of my life, kind of. <laughs> I'm like, well, when I was. 16, I was just drinking my parents' liquor out of their basement. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so first time I'm ever drinking, I'm drinking liquor and only liquor for, for years. For years, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> so just like refilling the bottles of water. And then all my friends were like, yeah, Luke's house is the house that you can go hang out in his basement and, and drink drunk. his parents' liquor. As long liquor. as you refill the tank array with water. That was we truly what we drank in our basement. So I was pretty popular with my buddies. <laughs> hey, guys, party at Luke's. And then, of course, one kid ruined it, puked his guts up in my basement. Uh, yeah, and I paid him $40 to take the heat that he drank alone. Oh, that's such a smart kid move. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I took the hit, and I, but it was pretty messed up. It's a, it's a messed up longer story of me. Uh, my, my brother's friend did the same thing. They got drunk at a sleepover in the basement uh, off of like this old ass stash of liquor that I've, I'm oldest of three. Mm-hmm. Me and my middle brother got through like five years of fucking around with the liquor and never getting in any trouble. And then the youngest brother is like 13 and him and his friends drink it. And one of them pukes and the the mom has to come pick him up. And then it's like the whole thing is blown up for all of us. Oh, well, I was in high school. My dad stopped drinking. So we stopped getting replenished. Oh, he stopped buying. So I was probably like 16 and I was like, I had just started. I had been drinking probably since I was 14 or 15. Yeah. We, we, I definitely got drunk for the first time at a, bat mitzvah which was you know seventh grade 13 right. yeah and then I, I i say this on the podcast a lot and it i thought it was true for literally everyone but on long island maybe but we started drinking pretty much every weekend freshman year of high school like if yes if you got like if if you weren't chased away Same. by cops or by the older cool kids that were like if you managed to just like be able to stay at the park that everyone was drinking at without them, you can stand in your clique and be fine as long as some older kids didn't turn around and go, who the fuck are you or something like we that. We always had better time or better chances drinking if it was two of us. At, like if I was just going out to my, like hang at my buddy's house. 
it was it was much easier to drink that way. Like just drinking with a friend, staying the night, staying right, up all night, right? Because you go to someone's beers. house, yeah. and you can go to someone's house and just get trashed together. Every once in a while, I grew up with some some. Uh, I would I would describe them as hick neighbors, redneck yeah. neighbors <laughs> in, in uh, Cincinnati, and um, we we have a great relationship with them. But they they probably say the same about us too. But uh, they would always be drinking. They, they'd be celebrating something, having a cookout out back, and they'd always leave like champagne bottles and high life cases. And, and so like when I was probably 14, 15, we would definitely like my friend would stay the night at my house. We'd sneak out my back porch and jump the fence. We'd, and, no fence, you know, oh. we're in Ohio. We're in the, you know, in the <laughs> right, burbs right. in Ohio, walk right over. And there was like, there was an empty property, empty lot between us. Ooh, so there was a little, perfect. yeah. And so they had had a party in the, in their yard, you know, spilled the, over to the lot, a spilled little. over to the lot. No problem. Went over, drank, <laughs> Piss warm champagne and uh, had a hoot because you know you can get very drunk when you're. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome! Yeah, it was very fun. That's really f- that's the fucking dream. We used to like. I just sorry. I'm not, no, 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 you go. go. No, no, I, no. I was just saying, I'm the uh, king talker over. So I, please, no. <laughs> I just I, like got reminded of going to college and being 18 and already kind of knowing my limits with alcohol. I already had drank a lot of liquor by this point. Uh, and a little bit in beer by the time I was a senior in high school for yeah. sure. But starting out liquor, went beer. <laughs> then getting to college and seeing the kid, like opening weekend, you could tell which kids had drank already and which kids hadn't. Like this was the first. I think that's how freedom. me and my friends all jo- met up with each other in college was like freshman year. We were the, we were like drunk the 10 that right were shit faced and getting drunk and having no, but not being problems. Like not sure. like crying. Well, some, you know, I puked, I got knocked yeah. out, a bunch of that stuff. Yes. But it was like all the fun that kind comes of like, with yeah. over drinking <laughs> yeah. as a kid. We all found each other where we were like, Oh, looks like you guys were drinking in high school for the last couple of years. Cause we know what we're doing when we, go out we can have eight yes. shots we're we're the best at chugging we're yeah, good at yes. beer pong already yes. i was like i felt like i met like the six beer other fan wilders <laughs> yes yes exactly dude it's so true there's a reason why those movies were popular yeah, i rolled a, yeah, yeah you rolled in the college where everyone else is like oh my god i can't believe i'm gonna drink and then so, uh, a handful of people are like i've been drinking every weekend for four years yes that's <laughs> and more in the summer <laughs> yes more yes as much as i can in the yeah. summer and have my parents be like I thought you were working today. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I am. I'll be right there. I am for sure. <laughs> oh, and that was another thing that got me really drinking hard besides just high school was when I was the summer before I went to college, I was a beach lifeguard and that's a job where that's cool. a lot of teachers, firefighters and cops do it. And so they're, all you know you had co-workers that were 35 and 40 years old and you're 17 years old yes. and, you're, and you're like the co-workers are like just come to the fucking b- bar afterwards or like we're having a house party it's a rookie party like the kind of like adult shit that you don't get into until you're like 28 and your friends are like we're having a big bash this weekend all of a sudden you're 17 and going mm-hmm. to parties that 35 year old men and their wives and they have two five-year-old kids or whatever yes. and they're throwing a bash and you're like going to it and your mom and you're telling your mom like i'm going to a friend from work's party they don't know what that means and you're like oh no he's a fireman they're like oh okay and it's like you're going to like an old man's bash and you're fucking 17 years old you're hanging drink all of a sudden i'm impressing like 40 year old men with my ability to like drink liquor from this the kid bottle. can drink a bunch yeah, yeah. they're like this guy can funnel dude oh <laughs> shit all right and then all of a sudden i'm going away to college and i'm like i've been hanging out with like 40 year old alcoholics all summer and it's the summer and i have the lifeguarding job so everyone's 
doing the same gig in the morning. So we all know if someone's super hungover, you know, and it's kind of like a weird thing. Yes. It was like, that was my drinking. That's uh, the bonding thing. That's workshop. what makes it okay. Is yeah. that is having the coworker that you're like, oh, man, last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, Hey, let Gabriel sleep off the first hour. Yeah, Cause yeah, he yeah. fucking dove into a dock. He's vomiting. Right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we used to get the fucking, we had the oxygen, like the hundred percent O2. You get like, if you are super hungover, you hit that for like 20 <sighs> minutes, just yeah. pure O you're you, fucking you're ready, ready to be a rock. running back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys know I'm a Mack Weldon man. I wear exclusively Mack Weldon underwear. And at this point in my life, I wear exclusively Mack Weldon sweatpants. They rule. I mean, the underwear is great. The, oh, I also wear exclusively Mack Weldon socks. That's the bottom half of my body most days as I'm in sweatpants a lot. Um, I love my, the silver underwear, which are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. Uh, no reason why I don't like those ones in particular. Uh, but you got to also get their, get on their sweatpants. Some of their sweatpants look good on a plane. You can pull it off and just like, you know, oh, here I am walking on the plane. Oh, is that guy wearing khakis or sweats? I'm cozy. I'm wearing sweats. The answer is always sweats. So do yourself a favor. Get Mac Weldon. So go to MacWeldon.com and enter promo code MIGHTY at checkout. So just go to MacWeldon, M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and enter promo code MIGHTY. Okay? It's 20% off your first order. It's they're great. If you don't like your first pair, you'll get a refund um, and you'll get to keep the underwear. So everyone just order a free pair of underwear with the promo code mighty and maybe treat yourself to a nice pair of sweatpants. I'm a big boy. Maybe you're a big boy too. double XL works very well on me. All right. Bye. Were you were you in a frat? No, but I played. I was not either. I, I played either. on the rugby team, so it was sort of like you had a, that. It was a club sport with like a, and it's like we got shit faced all the time. And there was a rugby I just did house. college improv, and it was just like Animal House with us. <laughs> I did college improv too, and we those people those guys drank too. Oh, there we was went like, hard. We went hard. It, it was it was split though. It was like dorky kids that we could get to drink, and then it was like party animal drunks who also were funny, which was like me and two other people. Our, our house was right next to the cross country house, and it was this, a massive old Victorian, like looking like a frat house kind of. Did you be. live? Did you live with the improv? Troop? I lived or, with my improv buddies. Did you have like an improv house? That's uh, so there, there was. I always had at least one roommate who wasn't doing improv though. Yeah. I always had, I always kind of, yeah. But we're all the sh uh, cast parties and show parties and all stuff. All at my house. Right. That's yeah. awesome. We had the- We would rotate a little, but I hit the brunt of it. Yeah. We had the boy zone where two of uh, the guys on the uh, improv team lived and next door two different guys lived there. So they would have like combined two, two house parties for all. And I'm a freshman in the comedy group. So they, all the seniors and juniors are inviting their friends and they're all weirdos because they're friends with the comedy group. And right. like, I'm like this freshman who's like- Van Wilder with my friends and all of a sudden everyone's standing around. They're like, we're going to try to make white Russians. And they're like, yeah. what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a different brand of fun for yeah. sure. And I, I like both. I, I've, ha I've enjoyed myself in both. Just my school was very like, had a super low frat involvement. Yeah. But a huge party school where it was just like, overflowing parties into the lawn big, and big football school, not a big football school. So right. Ohio, Ohio state, state is, is the, the big, big football. One. Yeah. My freshman year and my senior is Ohio year, Ohio, the orange O logo. No, that's Oklahoma state. Oh, right? okay. I okay. think it's, 
Uh, we're Ohio University, the Bobcats, green and white. Oh, okay. okay. Green and white. I do know that. I do recognize the uniform. It's an old, no, they, they're not a, not a sports school at all, but yeah. uh, definitely we were Princeton Review and Playboy Party School number one my senior year, and we were very proud of that. <laughs> uh, but I remember getting an email from the school that, like, that went to everyone that went to the college, and it's like 20,000 undergrad. It's a, it's a big enough state school. And they were like, this is not what we're about. And this is not what we're proud of. So we, and yeah, I just remember like that somehow ringing true. Like I, yeah, yeah, definitely. But it was because not a lot of frats at the school, but a very party culture overflowing. Yeah. Like, well, a state university, like Ohio is like in my head, a drinking state anyway. It is. Yeah. In, in my mind, there's nothing to do in Athens it's like but open, to drink. Open in road. It. I feel like open road uh, t- uh, states are like, big drinking states. Cause you're yeah. like, Hey, you're 15. You can drop, you know, you're let your mom let you drive your pickup truck. Can you point, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you point straight? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, for me, my college was a big party college too, but for a smaller, where, where did you go? I went to a college called Marist college in Poughkeepsie, New York. And it was a very small school. It was like, uh, 5,000 or total or like, uh, 6,000 total students. But it was a Catholic college. Okay. So it, dry, it, dry no, college? not dry. It was just like associated with the Franciscan brothers or some shit. Okay. And so all the Long Island uh, Catholic schools and uh, all the nearby like tri-state area Catholic schools, Head which are it. all the boys, the all boys schools, the all girls schools, and the so it's all upper middle class to upper class like privileged. Italian and Irish kids because gotcha. uh, Long Island is mostly Jew, a lot of Jewish people, but at Marist, there's so many Long Islanders, but they were all the Catholic Long Islanders. Yes. So uh, it was like a weird feeder school. And then now it's all kids who have been partying at Catholic school parties or partying at the whatever and all arriving at this college. I was like, oh, this is Long Island North. Yes. And we're all trash. And yes. it's Staten Island kids and it's New Jersey kids. It's all exactly, my roommate's name was Salvatore and he gave everyone on. <laughs> On campus haircuts and it was all <laughs> everyone got like the poly D, <laughs> D shape up. No, it's disgusting. He's making five dollars or a pack of parliaments per haircut. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it was good, I honestly, but everyone has been paying me in parliaments recently. So it's like, <laughs> he's like, my teeth hurt. <laughs> the last 28 people have paid me in parliaments. <laughs> I can't legally ha- carry more cigarettes. I become I know like where a, to put them. <laughs> I become officially an importing exporting business <laughs> if I get another case of cigs. I'm a duty free shop. <laughs> 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 Technic, yeah, technically, I'm going to start having flights stop here. It's, <laughs> it's terrible, but yeah. So my school, at least my, especially my experience in school, was very much a party college. Like the the five, we only had like five bars at school, like Ooh, yeah. that, that you can uh, take cabs to, but we didn't have enough students to fill them all up. But all, every night there was one of those places was packed or all of them were packed. All right, we had the one big party street for sure that had 18 bars, oh. and so you could play golf the golf shuffle where if you take a shot this is 18 bars you're hitting over the course of the night down the main drag it's uh if you drink a beer it's three strokes if you drink a mixed drink it's two strokes if you take a shot it's one. Oh, that's awesome it's no it's it's horrible though. no but this is the kind of games i like <laughs> yeah, this is it, fucking really a fun we idea. didn't do it a lot but we definitely i definitely did it at least once <laughs> yeah and we used to play beer golf you could have one mulligan too you oh, could have one where you're you like i don't like this bar <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, I want to come back to those 18 bars in one second. I just like literally burped into the microphone. No. But uh, we used to play beer golf in college, which was you pick 18 holes around campus or in the neighborhood. And at each one, 
everyone chugs a beer and who first yeah. one to finish gets a one and the next person two all the way down. Oh. So if you, if you finish last, you get the six. So or, it's also kind of a race to the person's house then. Right. Well, it's, uh, it's like, that's where the golf part comes in. You're like, all right, we're at hole one. And we'll just say like, we're playing in this neighborhood. We're like hole one's the blue house. We walk over there. We all chug a beer. I beat you. You come in second. I get a one, you get a two. Then, then we go like, all right, hole number two is that corner or whatever. We used to play that around campus and you would be like by the 16th hole, you're chugging your 16th beer and people yes. are just taking for it. But everyone's equally drunk because you have to wait for the last person to finish. It's it anyway. a day long venture too. And it's, it's usually with a group of good friends. Yes. <laughs> we had this, this day in particular, it was senior week. I was a junior, but some of the comedy guys were all staying. And one of the, one of the guys in my comedy group, shout out to Brian Perry, who is sort of like a, you know, jackass was big and sort of like stunty, weird comedy was funny. Right. And he carried, he, he's the guy that they had to, that jackass put the, the warning <laughs> yeah. for. Yeah. He was, he stop was, doing this at your house. He, he had like extreme pranks were like a fun idea of like, he did a thing where my he like, friends were shitty to each other because jackass was popular. Yeah. It was, that's part of it. Yeah. yeah I that grew up happened. with it and it happened and I don't love that. That's part of like where dudes I am hitting each other in the nuts is yeah. already a fundamental part of like yes. growing up. And then you add like jackass is like filming it and doing like, and adding layers to how much you can fuck with someone. Yeah. Uh, but my buddy carried uh, a full bag of golf clubs like as a bit and it was like ended up being like a four hour day where he had like 16 beers he just threw all of his golf clubs in a garbage in a dumpster and he's like I hope I remember to get those and random aside uh, the, the dean came pulled up and was like, oh, looks like some guys are having fun. Senior week was sort of a little laxer rules. Right. One of the deans of the school, his student activities board was like, looks like you guys are having a little fun. And uh, a friend of mine, one of the guys, I won't say who, just went, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And kept saying, I'm doing great. Locked eyes with the guy. And while he pissed himself, like <laughs> on purpose, like on purpose, he fucking star his boy Jackson Brown himself on purpose to make a, to make like a fucking Dean of admissions laugh. <laughs> it did not work. I don't think he was wearing black jeans. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that ends up being an inside joke for myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell my friends this in a minute. So if you're not drinking, oh, let's go back to 18. This is what I want to talk to 18 bars. Oh, yeah. Were there, were there like different nights where different bars were cool or were there different people that hung out at different bars? You're like the soccer guys all go to this one and they're fucking annoying. Or like uh, all the engineering students hang out at this one. I don't know how the breakdown of Ohio, it, but now, was there any, like, I love like subcultures the, and clicks. The ecosystem there, of the yeah, bars. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything? There like, was, there was, there's an ecosystem and in, anywhere where there's that many bars, there is going to be some variation in the bar. They're not going to be 18 doucher bars. Right. With, you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Watermelon shots on tap. <laughs> right, yeah. It's uh, tonight. There's 18 wet t-shirt contests. Yeah, Girls are 18. getting hypothermia. <laughs> yeah. The, for, for OU, it was it, court street bars. So the main drag bars, the, the those were all the broy fratty bars, right? Those are the ones the crowded grinding on the dance yes. floor ones. Not the, the, for me, no thanks bars, but, uh, Did but, but chicks went to them. Girls went to them. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, tons of people went to them. They weren't my style. Right. I stuck off court. So on union street, you got your union, you got Jackie O's, the craft beering, the craft beer in town, which is legitimately amazing. And also the one that I would always like, it was the easiest one to sneak into. And same thing. I was like 18 and I looked, I had such a baby face. Like I, and I, my birthday's in the summer. So I didn't, I really have no idea how old you are right now. Would you like to uh, venture? I bet you'll nail it. I think I look my age right now. Okay. Cause my guess and I, and I'm even like, I'm still shaking on it. I'm going to guess 27. 
Uh, no, I'm 28. Ah, all right, close. Yes, mm. but you do have a baby face as well. Yeah, I cannot grow a beard. <laughs> I cannot do it. If I wanted to do it, I could not do it. Um, no, yeah. Um, so that does not help. So Jackie O's was like the craft place. Jackie O's, and they're great. Anytime I'm in Ohio and I see Jackie O's on. Craft, oh, I will oh, always get it. It's a brewery. It's a brewery, and it kind of has done really well in Athens and kind of branched out into like the Midwest. Oh, they cool. Have, so I'm always very prideful when I see them around. You know, like, I like kind of helped launch these guys. I did a lot of pickleback <laughs> shots there <laughs> to the chagrin of the beer pouring. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know that you are uh, uh, like eight years younger than me because pickleback shots is what I was doing when I was touring with UCB. That's funny. But college, the big shot was Dr. Pepper shots. Oh no. That's where you drop a shot of amaretto into half a beer, uh, half a lager or Irish car bombs, which is actually someone told me. Definitely. Someone told me that that's actually a really offensive term for the drink because it it it, probably, most things are, have a bad origin. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They say don't order, don't call it a car bomb in um, Ireland, the guy, an example that an Irish person gave me, it said it would be like ordering a nine 11 in, <laughs> in downtown Manhattan. Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Cause I guess that was a real plight in Ireland for a long yeah. time was the IRA blowing up car. So that was the other drink we drank <laughs> the, uh, uh, dropping Jameson into and Bailey's into Guinness. So those were our big cool shots. And then but that's not a shot. That's a, f- a chug, right? A Jaeger, like- a Jaeger was the cool shot. Like that's what I was in the Jaeger phase. And then as I got to be a senior, Red Bull was added to become like that Jaeger bomb. I guess I went to college in the bomb years. I I think you did. I think (laughs) the the bombs were, the bombs were big. Bombs be dropping. Bombs be dropping. Jack Daniels was like the main, uh, non like that, the main liquor you would drink. Cause you didn't some vodka and cranberry felt like you would drink it, but it felt like it was for girls. Yeah. I did. I drank a lot of Ron five fifty. We called it, it was called Ron Caribbean uh, (laughs) rum. That was $5 and 50 cents for a bottle of of rum. We had, we had Evan Williams that like one that looked just like Jack Daniels. (laughs) I love that. They did that. My dad to this day drinks Evan Williams. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) My dad drinks Evan Williams and that Mark, the label. I'm just like, what a fuck you. What a like transmorphers uh, instead of transformers <laughs> yeah, yeah. DVD release to like confuse yeah. moms. What's that production company called Asylum? I think they make yeah. like movies that come out. They're like Pacific Rim comes out. They're like Atlantic Crest. Pac- and it's like a robot. Pacific Ram. Just about Eric Dickerson. Uh, <laughs> um, the, uh, one bar slam this mic into my face. So, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Hopefully. The bar that I hung out at, um, kind of once there was the bar called McCoy's at Marist, which when I went there was the grindy douchey bar. Sure. But also you kind of had to go around midnight or one. If you wanted to, tr- if you wanted to open up your horizons to hooking up with younger girls or cause people went there to hook up cause sure, it was like a sure, chance sure, sure. for a grindy place. And so you would deal with it. You would wait in the line, you'd pay the cover. But uh, co- like there was other bars like the Fox hall and Rennie's Renaissance pub. Rennie's was sort of my hangout cause the rugby team sort of hung out there. And so I started hanging out there as soon as I got my ID was good enough. And their special on Thursday nights was 50 cent well drinks. Oh yeah. So you can get That's two dangerous. Jack and Cokes or whatever they had, whatever whiskey they were putting in the Jack Daniels bottle. You can have two of those for a dollar turpentine, but they would thing. kill you if you didn't tip a dollar. So yes, it was like, yes. it was pretty much a dollar a drink. You pay two bucks, get two Jack and Cokes and everyone just double fists the whole night. And I remember we had liquor pitchers. That was, that was the, the that was, it That's was called liquor pitchers. dream dude. Because 
it was these trash mixed drinks. You could go to, and it was a bar I hate. It was my least favorite bar in Athens, uh, but it was called, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm calling them out. Yeah. Take uh, them down. What is it? Lucky's. Ugh. They're a Steelers bar, but every Wednesday for $5, they served liquor pitchers. Uh, and it was just like your basic you get like trash. a vodka cranberry and like a pitcher electric blue lemonade vodka like just trash sugar trash oh right? yeah stuff that would have You're like some of the die. cheaper mixer in it oh too like a lot of blue curacao and triple sec the and stuff sh- they're trying to get rid of <laughs> that did not look comfortable I just like pulled my hamstring trying to put my feet up <laughs> <laughs> didn't look I'm comfy. doing fucking great don't you worry about me pop <laughs> <laughs> I told you I had dad issues. I got a, a dead guy's ACL. <laughs> no, that's what they do. Uh, fucking. Wait. Wait. Go back. What were we just talking? Liquor pitchers. Liquor pitchers. That's what I was literally. No. That's amazing. But liquor pitchers. Uh, I remember they, they used to give you cups. They used to give you like a stack of three or four cups. And then they just started putting a straw, a straw? in the, in the pitcher. Because people would just buy one for the dome. They're buying for themselves and they're just doing it. You oh, know what I mean? That's awesome. It, but it, it, I remember going to a few liquor pitcher nights just because of the deal. You cannot pass up that deal. Right. Five yeah, bucks. In college especially, you can like, like that's why Thursday nights at Rennie's was such a wild night because you could be like, I, I'm bringing out $8 yeah. and I'm going to have eight Jack and Cokes. Yes. <laughs> I remember like yes. when my sophomore year ended, I was like, <laughs> oh, Lord. oh, the summer I was like getting back into shape for lifeguarding and I was like, feeling like shit. And I was like, remembering that I've like, Oh, I've had eight glasses of soda every <laughs> yeah. weekend for like fucking full year. It's disgusting. Uh, in college, I was drinking absolutely to excess. So I was just like, <laughs> I was like, you know what I need to do is make sure that just definitely Sunday, Monday, I'm not drinking. <laughs> and then football season comes. <laughs> then, yeah, exactly. Then I'm def- like, All right. Monday nights, we'll just have wings <laughs> they, they, at the place. They, they had a loot, the lube tube where you could buy like, it was like, uh, a, a graduated cylinder filled with like a full pitcher of beer, but it had a little spigot at the bottom of it. That was like that. You could just buy a giant and put like a table tap kind that's of it, thing. A yeah. table t- it's a, just a table. Tap. Oh, that's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, that's some Ohio trashy for you. Right I there. bartended. Here's some, uh, here's some Long Island trash. I bartended uh Sunday nights at McKeebs that on Long Island. And it was bladder buster night. That doesn't even, that, what a horrible marketing, like <laughs> $10 cover people's names drink so horrible. There's and it's not even $10 cover penny beers until someone uses the bathroom for the oh first time. God. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was the most disgusting night of the week. It was the most disgusting. And that reminds me, I also bartended at a night genuinely called white trash Wednesdays. Sure. In hindsight, that's just racist. Yeah. Like, it's like, don't even come if you're not white. No less trash. Oh yeah, that's true. And then uh, <clears throat> it was three for five dollar uh, natty lights. Uh, but bladder buster, people would piss on the floor of the bar. Like people would like lean in to the bar and act oh like they're looking at drinks to be too pissing. Much. So they, would they not let anyone go? There'd the be a bouncer at the bar at the bathroom doors, and when someone went through, the deal was off. So people would be like, "No, fuck!" Like if you had to piss, that your your best bet was to sneak out and piss. But they were so good about not letting you back in that a lot of dudes would pay the $10 cover again to just go outside and pee and then come back in and try to get like five more beers in real quick. Well, you're going to drink a girl ever broke the uh, bladder buster. Absolutely. But you couldn't get 10 dudes to scream at one girl like, fuck you. Men are are stupid. That's why. Because we'll destroy our bladders (laughs) with, uh, with pride to get a good deal. Imagine going to a place where you're like, any drinks where you want to pee right before you go in. You're like, I got to, like we would get out of the cab (laughs) at the place and like piss. First thing I did when I got here was pee. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, now I'm like in my late 30s. I have to pee right before the trailer start in the movie or else I'm f- going to miss a chunk at some point. I am usually not hit with that. But the last movie I saw was the first time in a long time that I've got up in the middle of it to go pee. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, it's I, drinking a soda if you get like a big drink. Right. Yeah, big, I, big pop. That'll fuck you up. That'll fuck up your holding in your piss system. If you're yep. like, I, cause I like to get super baked for the movies and I'm like, cool, I'm going to bring this giant bottle of water in. And yes. I'm like, I take two sips and I'm like, I can't have any more. <laughs> and I'm like cotton mouth and yes. I have to piss. And then I watch 90 more minutes of Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> By myself. This is way too much. Hey, no, this is what we need. This is what the people need. This is what the people want, dude. <laughs> they need to know. Um, How bad does it get? <laughs> I think we need to do another, uh, we're not done here yet, but I think we need to do another episode of this podcast where we s- split a case of shitty beer. We split a case of cheap beer. I'd absolutely. I'd or like to. a 12 of, if we can get a 12 of, what was the one from, uh, uh, from Ohio? Hootie? If we can get 12 of Hootie and like a 12 of Bush or something like that. Let's get some, a rack of beer 30 ice. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Molson Ice, and then they then they dropped Molson Triple X. Did you have that? I never had Molson. Oh, they, those were Canadian beers that eventually oh, made I, it down I, to no. New York. Molson Triple X literally had three X's on it, and it was ten percent alcohol. It's like that's wine. <laughs> well, they have like Bud Light has Bud Platinum. I don't know if they still do or not. Do you remember Bud Platinum? Yeah, and that was supposed to be their like good drink, their well, good beer. It was just supposed to be their equivalent of Bud Ice. It was just they Bud Light with, with those dark blue unrecyclable bottles. That, yes. I mean, that's probably why it isn't it didn't a last. thing anymore. And the bottles would not let you show, not show you that it was like orange because it was so twerked up with uh, alcohol and oh, sugar. It was blue. like Right. Yeah, um, like, you couldn't see through it. Like, yes. Um, that's really... Uh, yeah, uh, I'm thinking now just to extrapolate this out, get a few people in here and a, a bunch of different old 12s and we go through like taste testing, Schlitz. like PBR Schlitz, uh, uh the, big, oh, yeah. the big one that was, uh, that was a, a cheap beer before even I was involved in drinking and it was never really around once I was drinking, but my friend's dad used to drink it was called Schaefer beer. And their motto literally was the beer to drink when you're having more than one. That was like their tagline. Like oh. they chose it. Like, yeah. And it's like, that's the smartest. That's a great tagline. That kicks off exactly the kind of shit we're talking about. And now it gives them license to make bad beer too. It's right, like, yeah, hey, they're like, fuck you. You're going to chug one. <laughs> yeah. You're chugging this. You're yeah, not tasting it. We're not going to overcharge you and you're not going to like this. Just, <laughs> How does that sound? Honestly, this beer won't be that bad when you puke it up. <laughs> is what they're telling you. When it comes out of your mouth and nose, it'll be like watery foam. Water. It'll be fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> it's not going to taste awful. Uh, wait, Schaefer kicked off. Oh, this is where I was. Here's a, here's a new theory. What's dovetailing nicely right now, I think is the desire for the cheap smashable beer yeah. and the craft beer, uh, boom are hitting in the middle in these session beers. Like, be, like fancy mm. breweries are brewing beers that are meant to be like, this is for having five at the beach. Right. And it's like lower alcohol content, way smoother, but they're still attacking it with the hipster hipsterness sure. or bouginess of that. That has been an ecosystem. I think. I yeah. I, I feel like that's, yeah. And I think, I think we're just seeing those two like right. Ri- formerly rival worlds of cheap beer and bougie beer kind of connecting where it's like, Hey, how about, um, a session? A Goose Island. Yeah. Goose Island session. I love their session. Give it to me. Or Kolsch right now. I'm a big Kolsch. Love it. Head. Love yeah. a Kolsch. You can, you can, uh, easy drinking. If you yeah. ask me your beer taste, I think changes when you never have. Cause like, I remember when it used to get to be like, 
September, October in New York, you're like, ooh, the October fests are going to be coming soon. Like, I love. They started coming it. in August and shit. You know, eventually. Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Uh, uh, it's, it's a Cleveland brewery. Uh, was a thing in Chicago. There was like a bar that was like a Cleveland. They would show Browns games and things. And every like time, every year, they would have like the reveal of when Christmas Ale was put on tap. So the whole bar would only have Christmas Ale on tap. But it's, it's like. That's really it is the flavor fun. of the wintertime. That's see, and now in LA, you lose that a little bit yeah. where it's less of a beer town for a lot of reasons, but then there's like this whole thing of like, you're almost never in the mood for a stout or like Oktoberfest does. Oktoberfest would only make sense in like March here. That's like, right. That's our fall. I love so Oktoberfest beer though. Me it's too. Like, I'm a f- big fan. I went to Oktoberfest in Munich for my bachelor party. Wow. And I didn't even realize that they don't drink Oktoberfest beer at the Oktoberfest. I guess not. Because they don't want people to get absolutely wasted. You You're just right. drink like their You're light- drinking some Dunkles. I know Cincinnati, I don't know if you know this, is the biggest Oktoberfest celebration outside of Germany. Oh, I believe that for some yeah. reason. That is like a, in my head, Cincinnati's like uh, very, European, uh, like a lot of German, like, very German, it, like uh immigrant, a lot of yes, German immigrants. It that's, is. It's that's, huge. They shut down all downtown. It's very fun. It's, it's like very kitschy and cutesy and a lot of, oh, I own a 250 Euro, uh, full leather leader Do you? Yeah. Yes, we bought them that. all, all the guys at my bachelor party, we bought them all and we wore them all week long, puked you, on it I think uh, you got it. in the bathroom sink and wore it next day. Love it. <laughs> yes. That's, that's downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> Uh, we October gotta Fest. get there, dude. Yes. Wait, hold on. Another episode. We're gonna yeah. go to Cincinnati October. October Fest. Yeah. I, you, uh, being a guest on this podcast ends up costing you like twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah. Honestly, like he became a monster, a straight and, monster. He, he, he was like, didn't even buy the flight. <laughs> he, he, he said he would give me the money later. He rented a van. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, drove from L.A. <laughs> um, drink specials, man. That's something I miss. Drink too. specials like is something I don't do anymore. Well, yeah. Well, it was so cheap here. No way. New York. Absolutely. No way. No. New York. You would have to seek some shit out. You would. There was like this place. Coppersmith's in Hell's Kitchen that was buy one, get one free beers on Tuesday nights. Right. And it was like, that's your best bet. There was a place called Flight 151 over by UCB that on Tuesday nights was buy one, flip a coin. If it's heads, if you call it, your next beer is free. If you don't, your next beer, you have to pay for it. But you get a chance at a free beer with every purchase. And that was like, that was the shit that when I was fresh out of college living in the city and I was like well Tuesday night uh, my best bet of getting fucked up is these flipping coins and then you get a then you get a fucking credit card and what you do is you buy a dinner for your 10 friends who all give you cash and you're like great (laughs) now I have uh, I have $180 cash on me I can't wait to spend this at the bar the bill will never come (laughs) yes jeez Uh, um, wait jumping back to drink specials I'm all over the place Uh, oh yeah when I was on tour with UCB Torco we were at SUNY Brockport and Black Saranac Black Forest is one of my favorite like wintertime beers. It's okay. like it's like a porter, but it has a great flavor to it. Uh, I went to a, a Brockport bar on like a Wednesday night. Our show was the next day or whatever. And the guy's like, it's $5 pitcher night. We saw a sign for $5 oh, pitcher Lord. night. And we're like, oh, we got to go to that. So we get a $5 pitcher of Bush or whatever, and we just drink it. It's like four. We're now in our mid-20s. Yes. We smash. Oh, like, that was fun. And I'm like, look, they, oh, shit, they have Black Forest on tap here because it's an upstate beer. And I'm like, oh, man, dude. Slam one can, of these. Yeah, can I have a Did picture? Did you get a picture of it? Yeah, I was like, let me get a picture oh, of Black Lord. Forest. And the, guy, and the guy goes, hey, I just should warn you, it's 
not cheap. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just so excited to see this on tap. I want let them all ride. to have it. Let it ride. And the guy's like, all right. He like, gets it, turns around, gives it to me. He goes, $11. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Living in New York City at the time, I'm like, I'm paying $10 to have just a plane <laughs> in this beer. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, sir. And I'm, I'm like, paying oh, $11 for a Bud Light in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> You're like, okay, thank you. And I'm like, got a picture. And I'm Can like, I, I get miss college. more of these? Yes. That was the best thing about going on tour was going to a college when you're 25 for a number of reasons you get to like live live the nostalgia but more importantly you go to a bar and they're like it's spin the wheel shot night whatever right. shot comes up and i'm like i miss these games yes <laughs> i love like the game element of like drinking in college where it's like it's fun having the crew too because i think yes uh, yeah and having a, a bar that you're comfortable at and you'll be like you know what if i go there i'll probably know i probably see people i know yeah, I, that's a good feeling yeah i love that and I think that's probably more of a thing at a big school. Because in my school, so. it was like we know who's going to be at Randy's on it was Friday. More parties. It was more house parties. I was I was doing in college. Though, oh, I would yeah. say I was, house house parties were house parties were pretty big too for us. But it would huge. always be like there was like so much politics to it where it was like we don't like those dudes, so we can't go to their house party. But the girls that we want to hook up with are going to that house party. That's part of it. Yeah, you got to like it. It becomes a Game of Thrones. Yes. You're like, I'll give you King's Landing yes. if you hold on to. <laughs> you either win or you die. <laughs> yeah. Winter is coming. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. am coming. Um, house parties were big. My my senior year, my house became like a, a party, big party house. house. Yeah, I lived with eight dudes. Uh, oh, a, Lord. Our address was like- I say no thanks to that house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a two-family house, eight guys, each with their own bedroom. Oh, oh boy. Um, uh, three living rooms, two kitchens. Like It was just an insane- A party mansion. A party mansion and- it was, uh, we lived on a street called Sunset. We were the Sunset guys. You could go to, are you partying at Sunset, sunset? this weekend? Like our 95 Sunset, our address became just Sunset and a destination. We would have like bashes there. And we thought we were, in hindsight, it, I'm embarrassed of like how we acted. You oh, know what I mean? I know, absolutely. <laughs> but you're a kid and you're drinking to excess in college. I think and you're like, a, there's I'm a learning. golden god. Yes. I'm like, they're like, they're having beer Olympics at so-and-so's house. It's like, Sunset needs to show up and fucking win. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, we yeah. made like t-shirts from the guy who designed our softball t-shirts. They were, they were pink lady jackets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, let's crush these mother. Like, mm -hmm. And we got in, our heads were like, Gabrus, Lascala, you guys do the chugging. Right. You yeah. two do yes. the running event. You know, yes. it was like, we all were like, we're taking this so seriously. Uh, I'm humiliated. I uh, know. The amount of beer, like, I, shameful uh, commitment to beer pong and seeing people freak out and put money on games. I remember, yeah. like, that was the, probably the only time I ever, saw, uh, like, a fight ever happened near or around my house was because someone's like, I'll bet you X amount. Like, yeah, some, and they lose $50 nothing. on it. It's like, dude, you Never touch mind. the cup. You touch the fuck. Yeah. You're leaning. Your elbow. Yes, Look, at your elbow. Look at your elbow. Look at your elbow. I'm calling both. I'm just saying, if we're playing elbows, I will call him. And if I call him, you hey, have look, to shoot I again. don't care. Look, I'm really, I don't care personally. But if we're gonna play the rule, I'm just gonna have to call you on it. Yeah, it's like, you did it once. This is a warning. I'm gonna call it if you do it again. You know, early game. That shit's so real. Oh, I didn't. Know, I did not know we were playing Death Cup. I did yeah. not know we were playing Death Cup. Yeah, that's cool. Otherwise, I would have been fucking quick. Oh yeah, been... I would have pulled it away. I yeah. wouldn't have gotten let and get. Uh, oh, and I love the, re the, cup. the regionality of those rules. There too. Are, there's a million of them. We play with Kobe, which is it, once a game you could call Kobe as you shot, and if you make it, you you got an additional behind the back. Uh, oh, that's really chance. fun. Oh, okay. It was fun. We had nothing. It was, it was all good spirited. Yeah, we it, we were not nearly as competitive. There was not like a house versus house. Oh, uh, we had. It was like, more like big parties where you like. 
It was a lot of like the, but was a lot of like you and your buddy, like we're going on a run tonight. We're going to win eight straight or whatever. It's like, we won four straight. That was yes. like the shit we were like, yes. it was like, Same. We dude, too. those two guys, they ran four. They won four straight. We got to fucking beat them. It's like, let's go take it super seriously and shit. It's I so remember fun. beating one of the UCB guys that was on tour at the time at like a college improv festival. And I remember like my college friends were like, Nice comeback. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Shout out to Brandon Gardner, yeah. who was the only other. Do you know this dude? It, it was Brandon Gardner. It was that you because yeah. he was. We, beat him. we came back. We, we rebuttaled and then came back and we won. Oh, that's so yeah. fucking funny because Brandon Gardner was my lifelong UCB uh, beer pong partner because we were the only like when we knew each other in college because we were both in college comedy groups, went to a big comedy festival in upstate New York. And we just clocked each other as like two of the only guys that lifted weights. Right. <laughs> what up, we were, dude? It was like, hey, what's up? You're big and bearded. And it's like, me too, bro. I love your characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, a, you're an alpha, wait. right? Yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Well, we'll stick together. You ever been described as a steamroller? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon? I'll catch you never. later. No. Brandon is more of like no. a tactician, like professor, but he looks like he would be. I, on the other hand, was that dude. We hit it off four years. Then we go to co Then we meet up at UCB. Um, we started hanging out there. Then we're going to put on Torco together. And him and I are like, hey, we were playing beer pong together when we were 19. Let's keep it right. And then we ended up like at the UCB house in South Carolina when we rented it for a festival. Him and I would like run the table all night. And we were happy about it like people <laughs> hated us because mm -hmm. we were into it so i yeah. know it crushed gardner when you beat him and yeah. that makes me very happy uh, me and my friend sam who lives out here now he, <laughs> he writes for uh, on for evis for family my buddy he just started writing the season very oh, proud nice. of him oh nice um just dropping that for sam <laughs> shout out um, to sam brandon but, gardner getting some love on this but we would always have like our we would play the game with our with our Beer pong names. So I was Lapong James. Our friend was Kobeer Bryant. Oh. There was a lot of there was a lot of bad ones because those are the obvious ones. But there's like, there's like Dirk No Whiskey, Chauncey uh, <laughs> Drill Cups. Chauncey <laughs> Drill Cups is awesome. Chauncey Drill Cups is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> That's because the guy that made that one up was named Lumpy. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah that, that sounds like a Lumpy ref. Yeah, it's Lumpy. Um, that's fucking... Oh, all right. Well, I could talk about beer pong. This might be a whole nother episode. Yes, I know, a whole nother episode on beer pong. We drank cheap beer during it, though. I was thinking of having a beer pong party somewhere. I was like trying to figure out a way to do that. I think there's... I, I, I would love to play it, but I can immediately see it reawakening uh, a competitive streak in me that I liked... That was dormant. Yeah. Now. You know what? That's, I'm going to look this up and see if I can find uh, a, a, an afternoon. That being said, I'd do it. <laughs> and I I'd will invite in you to a, a party moment. and where I, you would have to be introduced to almost everyone, but I would have you there because we, I talked about it in front of you. I'm ha yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You'd be obligated. If, yeah. if I heard about it, I would, I would reach out. I know. As you should. I'd be like, As you go, hey. Right. <laughs> hey, I was kind of around during cool. the just like, like, hey, I see you're doing this character that we wrote together. You know? No, yeah. Really? I said, yeah, that thing that like I talked about like maybe even first <laughs> taking ownership is the best part just I'm just saying like I know it's your birthday party but did like not catch an invite to that I guess <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought like eh, now that I'm out in LA you were gonna like hang out with me or something uh, uh, hello he's on the phone he's on the phone he's on the phone I'm not allowed to be on the phone fuck I can't get out of this conversation um well Luke what would you like to plug anything first of all what's your Twitter handle 
Uh, I think I'm just at Luke underscore null. At Luke I'm, underscore null. You, null. You'll be tagged when this episode comes out. But if you're listening and you have a local cheap beer, send us a fo- tag us and show us a picture of yes. the can or the case. Um, I love these like Lone micro star accounts. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever your whatever your college you know drink a thirty rack of or a twenty four pack of, send it to us. I want to see pictures. I want to see refs. Um and uh, or. A drink special from your college because I want to hear about all the crazy ones. Melania has that bit about nickel shot night and his like old stand up special. And it's like, so it, you went to O'Hallahan's <laughs> and it was nickel shot night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of bad, a lot of bad moves. Oh, uh, yeah. Over, and I say, like, you're like, oh, we're not serving. trying to promote binge drinking and kids. It's like, tonight Absolutely. it's drink as much as you can till a girl pees. It, it was, <laughs> I remember quarter beers, but you're drinking out of, like, it's honestly worse for the bar because then, like, Everyone's drinking out of basically those glorified Dixie cup, like clear Dixie cups of beer. So I'm so they ordering have to feel them. Like 80. Yeah. I'm ordering them every one second. Yeah. I'm like, I, 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 so Did I you ever drink back. at McSorley's in New York? No. They, McSorley's is like My that. drinking range in New York was, was pretty weak. I would say <laughs> oh, yeah. it was in a, a straight line between my house and 30 rock oh, where that. I would go and drink. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. Uh, the, uh, McSorley's is like the oldest bar in, New York, possibly America. I forget what it is. I think it's New York. Um, and they only serve light and dark. Mm. But when you order beers, they come in like those small, like TGI Fridays kids cups, like the, but the hard glass yep. mugs, yep. but the, you order them like 10 at a time and the waiters can carry like 10 in each hand by grabbing only the handles. Yeah. So there's just yeah, like, seen hunt, and you just think for the bartenders, yes, they only have two types of beer, but they're fucking just pouring <laughs> beers. It's like, put it all in a big bucket for me and save yourself the time. There was this old 4am bar in Chicago that, uh, went out of business, but what does a 4am bar mean? So not all bars are open till four. Not all bars are open till four. Um, some are, and the, they're the kind of places where, you know, they're all bad. Most of them are horrible bars, right? But they're just, they're legally, they can stay open till four. They can serve till four. So obviously so everyone's out the fun bars. And then it's like, it's 2am. Are we going it. to Estelle's? Like, yeah. where are we going? And like, Estelle's doesn't even have to be a good bar because no, they have is, the though. advantage of being one of the few places open. It, they, there's less, very little competition. It's always packed. That's why if you're going to go to the 4am, you want to go at like one, you know, oh, and you then you get a spot. Out. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone yes. else gets booted from you, there. Cause huh? you've been drinking since eight. So it's like, <laughs> we, we go, we leave, go to the stills now and then we have a table and it's like, but it's always becomes a nightmare. Uh, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad move. But I remember this one place that was a 4am bar in Chicago it was more like a locals, older crowd. Um, and they had four taps all of them were unmarked. And I remember being like, Hey, what's on tap? And they're like, old style. It was just all old style, all old style. And it's like, that's like a very Cubs thing for you for years. If you went and saw a Cubs game at Wrigley, oh, yeah, I remember it was old. only old style for years. I oh, think that's interesting. That was that's like cool. the beer. So old style is definitely Chicago Schlitz and old style. Yeah. Uh, it's Chicago for sure. You just reminded me that I, the bar I worked at McKeebs had Bud, Bud Light, MGD and Miller Light, Miller Genuine Draft and Miller Light on tap four taps when you went down to the downstairs the uh like the bar room the keg room all of them were hooked up to bush kegs yeah yep <laughs> it's like so people would, funny. I, like, people would be there like should i get mgd or bud uh what do you think should i get the mgd or the bud i'll I'm get like, the michelob ultra <laughs> i'm like dude it doesn't, bush in a glass. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't exactly. fucking know it doesn't matter dude i'll get you the tap that's working the best right now how does that sound hi yeah, yes excuse me this is not michelob ultra <laughs> yeah, it's like no, no one shit, said dude. no one ever <laughs> i would tell my friends that come to the bar i'm like order bottled beer because even the liquor is like gray goose's crystal palace 
us. Like, don't order anything. With, with with some of those, I think if you like Pepsi challenged me and we're like, is this Pepsi or Coke? I could tell you which one was which, right? Yeah. There are some of those cheap beers where I would not know. Oh, shame. I here. would not If know. you give me PBR and Bud PBR, Light, I and I know. love PBR and hate Bud Light, allegedly, I don't think I would be able to tell the difference, though. I bet you would with those two. Yeah. God, Bud Light's just fundamentally different. It's not the Bud same. Light is water. Yeah. <laughs> Am I drinking water right now? Could you do Bud Light Miller Light? I don't think I could. I'm sure some people could. I don't think I could. I'm I don't sure, think I could. I'm sure like Bud Light drinkers and Miller Light drinkers would both say that they could. I think they, my answer is absolutely not. Yeah, would, mine, I be, would I be awesome. able to identify the high life in the bunch? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes right. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Yeah. Um, Luke, anything you want to plug for my, uh, my fans to check out? That totally is cool. I <laughs> think by that point I'll be close to releasing my live, uh, standup hour. Oh, my, that's my awesome. Album. Doing, oh, putting awesome. That, went and recorded it in Chicago and now I'm editing. Oh, and dope. I hate every second album of it. Album or video? I'm sorry. Album. Just, oh. just listening. Oh, that's All awesome. audio live album. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so people can find that at your website or yeah, Spotify yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Right, it'll cool. be, it'll be up there before too long. Yeah, right. We'll see a, a bunch of songs about my butt and my wiener. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm here for that. Yeah. Please tell me that's the name of your album. Uh, a bunch it, of songs about my butt and my wiener. On, that would be the most honest title, <laughs> but I think I'll dress it up and do something like, what's this all about? <laughs> Wait, bury what, the lead. What's the, what's the name of the uh, cheap beer again from Ohio? One last time. Luke, Cin- Cin- Cincinnati, Cincinnati specifically. It's who to pull hooties. Who day during the, when they went to the Super Bowl, both times. <laughs> People have these old '80s cans of Hootay, and it's just trash beer. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. I appreciate. Thank you for this. having me. Yeah, man. man, this was a blast. Solid topic. Yeah, uh, I feel. I'll I'm give sorry. you credit for the topic, I'll, and I'll give you credit for my upcoming beer pong party that you will be invited I, to. If I'm not, I'll know. <laughs> yes, that sounds fair. <laughs> All right, bro. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.